This is the Come A Girl Daily Podcast, written by Stephanie Bond. October 6th, Thursday. Peace be with you, ladies. And also with you. Sister Irene sounds more cheerful than usual as she stops to say a prayer over my ward mates, Karen Sue and Jill Wheatley. I dearly hope it is the cheerfulness of a clear, forgiving mind versus the cheerfulness of a spider with a fly in its web. Hello, Marigold. How are you today? Maybe she won't linger if I don't make eye contact. Then I heard the sound of the chair being dragged closer to my bed. Darn. What a pretty head wrap. Pink smiley faces. Your family must be very attentive. They're not. But the nurses are good about changing my headscarf regularly. I had hoped to be rid of the bandages covering my surgery scar by now. But there was some concern about a skin infection, blah, blah, blah and more shaving, and I still have the bandages. And how is your baby? Now it's clear why you survived, Marigold, to bring this child into the world. It was a very nunly thing to say, and nicely meant, I'm sure. But I confess the feminist in me rails against the implication that I'm little more than an incubator. Is God going to pluck me up when the oven timer rings? On the other hand, for the baby's sake, I'm grateful my uterus was spared in the accident. On the other hand, sigh. I'm starting to comprehend the push-pull of being a mother. Is this how my mother felt when she was pregnant with each of us? Happy a new life was starting, yet sad her life as she knew it was ending. Loving toward the baby growing inside her, yet resentful that it was literally consuming her. Sister Irene sighed. Motherhood is one of the great joys of life a woman gives up when she becomes a nun. And sex. Another sigh. TMI, sister. I've always wondered what sex would be like. I've read a thousand romance novels about it, and it sounds positively marvelous, all the moaning and thrusting. I can testify it's not always marvelous. Most of the time, my post-coital assessment puts the act on the pleasure scale somewhere above painting my bathroom and somewhere below a sale at Ikea. I once rented a porno movie. I don't want to hear this. I figured it was the safest way to find out what really happens. Uh Uh-huh. Because UPS delivery guys, tow truck drivers, and new next-door neighbors really look like that. It was kind of awful, but maybe I got a bad one. I mean, sex has to be more like it is in books for people to want to keep doing it. La, 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 I can't hear you, la, la, la. But enough of that. I thought you might want an update on my plan. Now I'm riveted. 
George Gilpin is supposed to come to my place next week to look at the repairs I described over the phone. She sounds giddy, but at least she's leaving a documentation trail, so if something happens to him... I didn't call him on my phone, of course. I bought a throwaway cell phone for that, with cash. Anyone who watches Forensic Files knows that much. I stand corrected, and apparently my friend Joanna isn't the only one taking copious notes during the show. Hello, this is Stephanie Bond, author of the Coma Girl Daily Podcast. What do you think will happen next? If you'd like to discuss the story with other listeners, check the show notes for a link to join the Facebook group and for links to other serials I've written. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode of Coma Girl.